Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Stories on the Fly podcast. I'm your host Austin Mitchell and this week we have on Jason Thompson. Jason is one of the hosts of the SVS Fishing Podcast along with Chad who you heard on a previous episode and I wanted to get him on to hear some stories about all the different species he goes after. He's a big angler for uh, the cold water species, trout, steelhead stuff like that as well as getting into the warm water species around their area so i believe he's going to tell a story about um a new boat that he got and stuff like that so i'm excited to hear about what he has going on in his area as always you can check me out on instagram at austin.mitchell1 there you'll be able to find links to the show as well as well as what i have going on in my day-to-day life um, also, if anybody is interested in flies, I'm still selling musky and smallmouth and bass flies and stuff like that, so let me know on Instagram. And if anybody has any guest ideas or anybody that they would like to hear on this, let me know. If you would like to come on and tell a story or whatever, I am open to any and every guest, so just let me know on Instagram. That's the easiest place, and I will either reach out or set up a time to record with whoever so let's get into this and we're here with jason thompson jason how's it going good good how you been man pretty good pretty good so how about you introduce yourself to everybody yeah my name is jason thompson i'm a part of the svs fishing crew um we started a podcast chad and i he, he has been on this uh podcast as well and we started this podcast with a couple other guys that we knew, uh, like, two years ago. And Chad and I had been fishing since we were 12. We've known each other since we were even younger. Started fishing maybe even younger, but really started fishing when we were about 12. And uh, Jace uh, Shank, he's another guy uh, co-host on the show. I've been fishing with him since I can remember walking. And then we have another guy on the show. His name's Mark uh, Burns. And uh, he is kind of newer to, the, to our uh, crew. And, uh, he, uh, he, you know, he, Chad got a hold of him or he got a hold of Chad and they'd known each other when they were a little younger and, uh, knew each other fished. And, uh, he came out on a float with us and that was it, man. We said, Hey, you want to come on the podcast a little later and just say what you did today, you know, and just talk. And, and he was, he was good. And we, you know, just from there, he just kind of, you know, became part of the crew and he always fishes with us. Now I, I fish with Mark weekly, you know and all these guys weekly you know and I, like i said and it's been this way since we were little kids and that's that's where we all started at kind of and the coolest thing is uh my dad was one of our biggest uh influences so uh my first story yeah that kind of oh, leads ahead, into sorry. it yeah my first story uh leads into uh you know my dad uh taking us out or taking me out for the first time uh fly fishing for steelhead and uh you know, he was, uh, it was, uh, I was, uh, probably fall, probably November-ish, and, uh, it just, I mean, nice, cool, crisp morning is what you remember, you know, and remember just me, he was always the early, early bird, so, you know, this is like, you know, I just started drinking coffee, maybe I'm 17, <laughs> you know, so it was coffee, and, you know, early, early, and I hated waking up early, but, you know, he dragged my ass out there, and we get out, and I, he had he had a nice rod he had bought himself. He had went to uh, New York and fished for some 
salmon and some other things and brown trout uh, up there with a fly rod he bought at that point after he had learned on a a uh, Fenwick, like a 1954 Fenwick, maybe not even, I'm just throwing that date out there, it was sometime in the 50s, early, real old rod, Fenwick that was missing some eyes, and it was just, it was, oh, I still have it, I still have it, and I actually took paper clips when I got a little older, and a friend was fishing with me, we took paper clips and made them into eyes, <laughs> so... But it was just an old rod. The reel had no drag, you know. And this is what I had to go learn on, you know, because that's what we had. And if I was going to learn it, was, this was it. That's what we had that day. And, you know, if I did well or if I liked it, you know, I was probably going to get my own rod or whatever, you know. Yeah. But he takes me out. This is the rod everybody learned on. And so he takes me out. And, you know, he's across the creek from me in the same spot, like I, I talked, told you before, uh, where Chad caught the bigger fish, that big fish he talked about in his uh, story. And uh, just a real, real small creek. And, uh, you know, he's over there. He catches a few fish. And I always seem to like to fish the opposite side of what he fishes. I don't know, just the way we like our drifts. But, you know, that day I, I, I drift fished with a, like, a noodle rod before that. That's kind of what we grew up on a little bit, like, before that. And then my dad kind of turned away from that and started fly fishing more. And, so, like, a noodle rod, for somebody who doesn't know, is basically just, like, a longer spinning rod, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, they average between, like, 9 and 11 and a half foot, I would say, or 11 foot. And they're just real long, with spinning, with a spinning, you know, just a regular spinning rod. Real flexible, I mean, they'll bend over big time, they have a ton of flex in them, and that's what a lot of people use, and you can jig, you know, like, if you have a nice size indicator on and just jig, you know, like a jig underneath. Yeah. Real effective ways of fishing. And I had learned on that, just that kind of drift fishing, you know. And when we turned away from that, it became more of like I said, the fly fishing thing. And, you know, so dad was like, hey, leave your noodle route home. Or, you know, this is what we're going to do. So, okay, I, I'm down. So, but like I said, he was across the creek and he was catching a couple fish. And I'm over there. I'm just stumped, you know. I'm tangling my shit up and da 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 da. And he's, he's the first person that he'll catch a couple. And then he'll, he'll, he's the first guy that will stop fishing and, you know, come over and, you know, give you a little bit of, any of us, Chad got this, all of us got this, Jay's, everybody, you know, the one-on-one -on -one attention, they give you the little bit of different, like little details and things you could put into fishing that catch you a lot more fish. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the little things that, hey, mend here, do this here, do that there. Okay. And then bam, you catch one. Oh, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> And then he goes back to his other side and starts catching fish again. <laughs> yep, yep. But at that point, at that point, you know, I, he put, you know, exactly what I kind of had to do to, to, to make a good drift and explained how, how perfect the drift had to be. And if you wanted to catch a fish like that, you know, and, and, you know, those, those little things he did for all of us, you know what I mean? That make, made us who we are now, you know? And, but, but yeah, I ended up catching probably, I don't know five six fish that day he cleaned up who knows i don't even know how many he caught and like i said we again we walked we ended up walking upstream and there's a lot of different you know sections of fish they're real woody and i even like like heavy woods behind you so you know you're not it's just all roll casting and you know little little small creek stuff but a lot of, a lot of fish were there a lot of fish were caught there and a lot of good times were spent there most importantly you know and that time for me really sticks out in my head and we had a great, great day, you know. Yeah. I, I went on to have, you know, 
years later to have epic days there and great times there with all kinds of different people. But that kind of segues me into my second story. Uh, so same thing, same scenario. I think we're, it's a little later. I've already actually, my dad had bought us the fly rods that Chad and I, he probably spoke of. He actually, that big fish, I got to mention this, <laughs> that big fish that he caught was actually caught on my fly rod, a five weight. <laughs> no, okay. really? I still have, I still have to this oh, day, my wow. favorite five weight. Yeah, I still have this rod. It's uh, it's a Syncroy, I don't even know, Pro or something, uh, five weight, uh, <clears throat> but that my dad bought me for Christmas, and we both got ours, you know what I mean, our rods that year, whatever. <clears throat> but he, and that was, that was my, my rod, my fly. My fly caught that fish too, because we were, we were tying by then. So... Even if it was just an egg pattern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still tied it. And for people who so, don't know, so for steelheading, uh, five weight is light. Like, that is a light uh, rod yeah. for steelhead. So to get a big yeah. one like that on, that's that's really surprising. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, took, he took an hour, an hour <laughs> with that fish. He probably told you. Yeah. Jason, Jason, and I, Jason and I were heckling the shit out of him. Get that fish out of the water, man. I'm trying to fish here. And then he gets it out of the water. I'm really glad he uh, found yeah, something of it because it just it sums up that story just perfectly. Seeing the picture at the end of it, so yeah, yeah, it's a big, big fish. Yeah, it was, it was a big fish, and it was a really, really. And if you see, look in the background, that is a tiny creek. Yeah, that is a very small creek. But so, like I said, my second story, it comes in at my dad. He he used to skip school to go fishing all the time when he was a kid. <laughs> So I don't know. Once in a while, you know, if it was hunting season or if it was you know fishing season or you know you know we would we would take a day off school if it was going to be you know what we thought was going to be a good day. So he's like, hey dude, tomorrow is going to be perfect. I don't know. And this is a little later. I think the next fall actually. And uh, he's like, man, you should just take off school and we'll just go fishing and just crush them. Like, okay, mom, is it okay? Dad wants to take me fishing. All right, all right, whatever, you know. You know how's it, how it's been, you know. We, oh, yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's the same thing. We wake up early as hell. It's, you know, nice long, nice ride. And, you know, we're listening to Boston or, you know, some kind of old old school music. You know, he'd always be pumping on the way there. Loud as hell. ACDC. Some kind of shit. But, you know, <laughs> hey, kept him away for the ride. We yep. get there. First people there. And, you know, we put our lights on our heads and, you know, we're tying our stuff in, our, in, in the back of the, the SUV and tying up. We're all perfect. All right, we're getting down there. You know, no, we know nobody's there. You know the little parking spot, whatever. And we walk down the little trail and get our spots. I take the opposite side of the creek, like always. And he takes that side of the creek like he always does, you know. And it's just the same thing as we do every time, you know. And Jace always fished his side. Chad always fished my side. <laughs> just a reference but so we get down there and we get down there and you know uh, already light starts to break and you know we're like alright here we go and I start to see your indicator as soon as you could see your indicator like here we go start fishing and the water was just amazing it was perfect it was coming down it was it, you know what I mean it was it wasn't murky but it was it was stained 
it had a color to it. You know what I mean? And this this creek was known for being low and clear and clear as hell. It was perfect stain. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna, you know, it's gonna be great. This is gonna be great. He's looking at me like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. So it just starts and boom, I already, I hook up on one, boom, right away, boom, boom. I have two in the bucket. He's got a couple. I and then I hook up on another one, catch another one, and it was decent size. And and then uh, and then we're fishing for a while, and all of a sudden, start to hear car doors or hear a car door, boom, boom, you know. Oh, all right, somebody else is coming down here. At least we got the spot, you know. We have we have our where we want to be standing, and whatever. And uh, boom, I hook up on the fish. All right, I got one. All right, you know. So I actually you have to like kind of walk yourself back to land these fish a little bit. And so I'm walking back, and I hear these familiar voices, and I'm like, "What the?" And I'm you know I'm paying trying to pay attention to what the hell I'm doing, and uh, all of a sudden. My teacher, or a teacher I know from school, not actually, I didn't know if never in his class, but a teacher I know from school, and he was our track coach, so he knew me very, very well. <laughs> he goes, Thompson, ain't he supposed to be somewhere? <laughs> and I'm like, I perk up real fast. I was like, I look up the trail, I'm trying to, okay, I'm, I'm catching a fish up the time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be somewhere. Aren't you supposed to be somewhere? He's like, yeah, it's just a personal day. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, and it was funny, because uh, it was funny, he, he actually fished my side. So he came around and fished on where I was at and or around right beside me. And we both ended up like, uh, had just, we had a great day. He, he, he was actually, I probably, at that point, I had probably caught like 13 fish or so. And dad had caught a bunch, you know, we're making, you know, the day of it. It was the day to go. So I had to make the day of it. I was skipping school. Oh, for he said, sure. Hey, at least you, you know, at least you, this is it. I remember him saying like, at least you made, you know, the most of your day off school. And like I said, he, he never, never would have said anything. Yeah. He, he actually has, he has a cabin up on a nice lake in New York where he fishes for all kinds of stuff. And, you know, he, he got it. He, he knows that. He knew the day was going to be good. That's why he took a personal day. Exactly. When the teacher <laughs> you know, takes a personal you know, day, you know you got to yeah, go up. It's, yeah. So we ended up letting them, you know, just move down wherever they wanted. And me and my dad ended up walking up again and, you know, fished out some, a few of the holes that we had fished up there. And one actually, man, my, my buddy had, my dad had a lot of buddies that, you know, he had a nice little, we had a, he had a nice fishing community or a nice, like, core of a four or five guys he used to fish with all the time, just like we have. And, you know, uh, my uncle uh, that lives in Kanye included most, you know, and that's, I think, where we get a lot of that kind of stuff from yeah. is, you know, just the thought process of behind, what, you know, our, my, our good friendship and, yeah. uh, so yeah, just just out of curiosity, whole, how far were you away then? Like, how long was the drive away from your town to this creek that you were fishing? Um, just to the, the we'll, we'll just we'll just just we used to drive to all the Lake Erie tributaries. Okay, a lot of them. Okay, you know from you know uh, I would say I mean I'm not going to blow spots. I no, 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 I mean, no. Elk Creek is Elk Creek is well known creek. I mean, I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, <laughs> you can't put any more guys on the damn thing. So, and from there, pretty much all the way over, you know, to Cleveland now, but just, you know, between there and the first couple of tributaries in Ohio is where we kind of, you know, cut our teeth between those two places. And there's a lot of little trips between there. Okay. That people never really, people don't know of, or, you know, year to year, they might be covered up at the mouths and don't get fish or can get fit, you know, and it's just, so, so it was with some of the smaller ones, but you know you get on the bigger tributaries and there are always fish there. Yeah. But that so, small tributary was one of the most 
beautiful. There's just a ton of guys there. I went there this past year. I caught three fish. That's I was there cool. just this year with my dad, stomping the upper parts at Action. Never even went to that far up, and he took me up this year, pretty far up there. Just this year, my dad's like, "Yeah, we've been. I've been up through here, and I'm like, let's go." And there's guys all the way up through there. I mean, yeah. just guys littering this place, and I'm like, stringer guys, man, with their pen rods and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, this makes me sick. <laughs> but it's like a, it was a pretty. It was a pretty random uh, occurrence that your teachers showed up at the same exact spot. Like it was far enough away that this was a fairly random, random place for him to show up. Kind of, kind of deal. Yeah. Well, the uh, yeah. They, but he he knew. Okay. He knew. He he did this. He did this kind of fishing, and the other track coach that was with him was was really into the trout and steelhead scene. Like, he loved it. Like, he lived it. You know what I mean? And so he knew it was going to be an epic day, so he basically told Ed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, we got to go fishing, man. <laughs> good day. You better take a personal day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and it, it, it was just, yeah, that was that was one of those things that, you know, you're out there catching fish, and you just don't really, you know, you don't realize what's going to happen. Or, you know, it's going to be around and just, hey, uh-huh. you know, don't skip school kids to go fishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've all been there. I don't know how many days I skipped in either college or whatever because the water temp was looking good or water levels were good or anything like that. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, oh, yeah. man. A couple days of work been missed over that for yep. sure. Chuck had told you about those days. Oh, and yeah. like, oh, man, we're catching. I got to work at four, but, man, we were just we we're just putting on a clinic out here. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, let's not. Let's leave this day, you know. Those were fun days, you know. Yeah. We don't really do that much anymore. We do a little. I will a little bit here or there, and maybe once or twice a year. And we, we don't. We, you know, now our trend we get more of the stripping streamers for whatever it can be anything. Yeah. Must right now it's carp and smallmouth where we're at. But you know, I can't wait for the next. Like it's starting. We're starting to get some real cool yep. nights here. So yep. It's going to start moving into what I want to fish for, which is brown <laughs> trout and muskie. So. Yep. It's getting close. It's getting That's close. That's what I'm going to be on. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching real bad. And uh, Speaking of smallmouth, well, uh, though, you have a big smallmouth story. Yeah, yeah well, like it, it, speaking of the itch, uh, me, and this, <laughs> me and this guy, Mark, Mark Burns, I, I fish with, like I said, he's one of the part of the podcast, and I said, new, new-founded friend in the last couple of years, and... Uh, man, we fish all the time, and we went on a float a couple weeks ago, and man, the river handed it to us. We caught we caught some fish, we caught some smallmouth, we did. But you know, a week before that, I'd been out with Chad, and man, we put up like a twenty fish day. And it is, you know, it is sometimes, sometimes even with smallmouth, you know, they're an easy, not an easy fish to go catch. They're they are an easier fish to go catch. If you go strip a streamer for smallmouth, you're probably going to catch some. But there are, you know, I think even with the moon patterns, everything else, they they follow all that kind of stuff in oh, the phases yeah. and all that kind of shit as well, and barometric pressure, and that's when you go out and you clean up, you know, yeah. like the days that me and Dave, me and Chad had, or me and Mark, I mean, just floated yesterday, uh, yeah, yesterday, with my dad, we, me, Mark, and my dad got to go out. Uh, I called my dad earlier in the week and set, you know, I set him up to go, and Chad had went out of town. Um, cause you know, a lot of times Chad don't want to float with me and right along, I'll just, and I knew Jace wasn't getting a babysitter. So <laughs> I called, I was called to Mark. I was like, Hey dude, on Friday, I was like, Hey, you want to go fishing on Sunday? 
He's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go fishing right now. You want to go? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess. So, actually, I Friday night, right after I got out of work, man, I came in, boom, gave my wife a kiss, changed my shirt, <laughs> grabbed my gear. We went out and fished a little spot, and we saw some fish. Didn't get to, didn't get to hook up with anything, but we went out and saw some. And he's heat, man. This guy, he... Mark loves to fish, man. He gets out every second he can. He'll go before work on Saturday morning from dawn till eight, and then go to work. You know, or eight or nine, and you know, he's he, he would just every second he can, he'll get out there, and he. So I, as soon as I ask him about Sunday, oh yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Perfect. Let's do this. You know, so we start floating down through, and first thing, my dad was rowing. He started out the row, and uh, boom, I hook up catch a decent fish mark hooks up he catches a decent fish i hook up another fish mark hooks up another we're like oh man this day's gonna start to be good and i don't know what happened but there was like a section in this float uh, and and good water even and and it just slowed down a little bit and we catch them here there and uh but man right around between noon and three and i think there was a and I think it was a full moon last night or whatever but a and a moon phase was right around then and man they just turned on like crazy it was nuts and we just you know ended up working ourselves i mean we worked this creek hard and we made an eight hour day of it but and we ended up catching up close around 18 fish or so and so we get down to one spot and uh and uh not to mention we had caught them on about everything okay you know clousers uh i caught one on a popper uh dad was catching them on um little mini jerks nice. and uh murdage minnows and i mean you name it we were catching them on it you know and those are the best days well. what's that those are the best days where you can just it doesn't matter what you're throwing just anything it seems like they're eating it so those are those yeah. are great yes and we get to this one spot where this clouds have been producing for mark pretty good throughout the day was ready to rip this clouser to this spot and he's just talking about it i mean i, I can't wait to rip this clouser through this spot and i'm gonna you know he's like i'm gonna put it down on and and this spot is frequent by straight uh, wet uh hybrid straight bass in our area and uh so we're we, we start working our way across it and uh, it's a spot where we have to actually get out you have to move the boat and uh so we got out we'd move the boat but we start working our way across it and uh dad's fishing his fishing that and they're just stripping fast 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 through some you know some some faster water as well and i'm just trying to and, and working my ass off i'll tell you that <laughs> rowing up into this you know currents and back eddy currents and currents and back eddies and you know just weird water and you're just working your ass off to keep them where you know positioned well and that, i'll get into this a little later but you know keep them positioned to where you know they can make the best cast and the, where they can do what they have to do to make you know you know fish adequately yeah so, you know, my dad, he, bam, hooks one. Mm, got a nice little, nice little small mock, probably like 13 inches or something, maybe. And, uh, you know, and then Mark, he, he casts out, and we get all the way over, like I said, we get we over to this bank, and this part of the river, you know, that float is not all accessible. Um, in some spots, you can't even access the river because it's private property, it's people's houses and stuff, so you can't really get there. And that makes having the boat nice. But in this particular spot, anybody can, any Goshmo can pretty much just walk there. And there's a lot of places up through that way, but, and you can just walk right down there and fish. And so I'm moseying across there and 
all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. I mean, Mark is stripping his ass off like faster than I've ever seen Mark strip. And Mark is already an aggressive stripper. And he's just, bam, 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 bam. And so fast coming across. And boom, he gets this big swipe. Oh, and it misses. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, he's, he starts freaking out, you know. He's, you know, he doesn't he didn't really know what it was, but he cast back out. Boom. And this thing just hooks up. And I can see, and I, I can see the rod bend and everything. And it's a lot of fast water, so even a smaller fish would bend the rod. But this is, like, he had an eight weight. <laughs> so yeah. This thing, was, this thing was bent. And uh, it, it's down, and man, he's like, yeah, I think it's a striper. I think. And all of a sudden, this thing comes up and just splashes and comes to the top of the water, and it is just giant and bronze, you know, for for our river, you know what I mean? And he, you know, he, he gives it doesn't give it much, and, you know, at this point, we all see it, so we all know what's going on. I grab my dad's rod immediately. He puts that rod down. We I give him the net immediately because it's in front of me. I'm trying to row through, you know, some shittier to row water that, you know, can put you in different weird, stupid positions quickly. And I'm so... Mark's fighting this fish, and I'm, I'm seeing, I'm, and I'm, it's out, you know, probably five feet away from the boat. So I try, you know, steering the ass into the boat to where the fish is at, so my dad can get an easy net, you know. And man, doesn't that fish run right towards us when I start to swing the boat that way? It goes underneath the boat, and now Mark's rod's like down around in front of the boat, and this is, and I, so I have to, you know, immediately I swing the boat the opposite way, and Mark makes a good move with the rod, and really kind of. He makes the fish kind of makes him move up and rot, and, and he kind of brings the fish up with it, you know, brings the rod up with it, and it comes up. Dad scoops it immediately when it hits the net. The fly flies out of this fish's mouth up into the air, oh. and it, it, I mean, but it's safe in the net. Yeah. And, uh, oh. I hand the net over. Mark's, Mark's screaming at me the whole time. <laughs> flies out his mouth. Flies out his mouth. Flies out his mouth. Flies out his mouth. <laughs> And I'm here, and I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, it's in there. You know, he picks up the fish. It was real quick, the whole thing, and it was there, picture, 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 picture. And, and then he went to just put it down, and I just was, you know, I, I his camera was very handy right next to me. We have, I have a, a rod holder, and we only had three rods, and it makes it real easy to, it, it carries four, but if there are no rods in there, you can just, it just ends up being a catch-all tray, basically, for all flies that you've taught or fished, and flies you're using and oh that's just, awesome just to catch off for everything just the the your nippers all your shit's just laying there your tweezers your your whatever pliers everything just kind of catches all right there it's kind of nice to have and it's got some um padding on the bottom or like foam so you can you're gonna hook a hook a fly into yeah. it yeah you're fishing out of the but smith the, fly it, right Yes, the Smith fly. Yeah, okay. and I just got it. I'll, I'll we'll talk about it in a second here. But yeah. so the the camera's right there in the catch all tray. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to pick it up, snap off the you know snap off the lens, and like I, I use Chad's enough out there, and he has the same camera as Chad, so it's it's similar. All right, you know it's not similar, it's the exact same thing. So I know what I'm doing with it at least enough to point and shoot and take an okay picture. Like I'm no photographer, so I don't know. Like Chad, Chad takes good pictures. Yeah, you know, even when he's not taking pictures of fish or people with fish, you know, he takes good pictures in general. And I, I I'm not that guy. You know, I, I can take decent pictures, and I'm just not into it as much as they are. But you know, I don't want to mess up. I want to make it look good as well. You know, when we're out there, even if it's with, a, like you said, with an iPhone or with the, with your cam, with your thing, you know, you want to make take a decent picture so the guy has a good picture of the fish he just caught that was 
you know, damn near 20 inches and gave him a good fight and was an epic little screaming and, you know, up and like, man, we were, you know, we were pumped as soon as we saw it because that's what we go, like, that's, that was, those are some of the bigger fish in our river. You know, you get up to 18, 19, 20 inches, they, there are a few fish smallmouth-wise that are any bigger than that. Okay. I mean, there are a few maybe here or there, you know what I mean? There, there are some of their just, I'm sure there are some in there that are, but, you know, if you're, those are the bigger, bigger smallmouth you're going to catch, and those, even those come, you know, far in between. Yeah. You know, you'll catch a 15, a 16 here and there, you know, or, or you know, throughout a 20-fish day, you're probably catching, you know, half of those are 12 inches, 13 inches, you know, smaller, but all fun to catch. Oh, yeah. Because they're smallmouth. Yeah. They're just ferocious little fish, no matter the size or whatever, but you get into one of those bigger ones like that, and it was, man, it was one of those backslapping. I was pumped for Mark. As soon as I seen the fish come to the top, I'm like, that's what we're here for today, fellas. Let's get into this one. And I get into that. And like, I'm, I was, I seen the, it's one of the pictures. I don't know if it's been posted yet, but you should see the smile on Mark's face. <laughs> you should see the damn smile on Mark's face. You got a, I don't, you don't ever, ever, you don't ever get a smile out of this guy when he's catching fish like that, unless it's something like that, you know? Those are, you know, 20 inch smallmouth, close to 20 inch smallmouth. Oh, yeah. I don't care where you're at in the United States. That's a big smallmouth. Yep, 100%. We'll have to and put that picture up. It has some. We'll have oh, to, we will. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you that. Yeah, that one will have to go up with the other one, so that'll be great. Have that picture up there. To... Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And just like I, and you know, like the whole thing of like my dad going out with us, and he's stripping streamers and throwing, the, I got, we got a, well, it's actually his, it's a six-weight crux. Okay. He got, and it is a killer rod. I love that rod. Like, I really do. Man, that is a nice rod for throwing. I throw a 250 grain sinking line, full sink line on it. Really? And dude, it handles that. Wow. And a, it handles that and a large fly well. Well. Like, you could probably beef the line up even more, which is, I mean, I wouldn't, but it handles. Like, That's... it does. It handles. And, and man, it feels so smooth. Like, even you, you have to, you put a little bit of, like I said, a weighted, a little bit of weight even on the fly, man, and it just, man, it really flicks it out there perfect. Yeah. I love that rod. I do. But we were using that all day, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of, like I said, a lot of different flies tied by a lot of different people, and it's, 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 my dad loves it. He loves getting out there with us, and he loves stripping streamers, and doing what we're doing now, you know, and he still likes to go, up and he'll, he'll, he'll hit the steelhead hard and do his thing, and you know, and indicator is the shit. And I will too. I'll go up and do that a few times this year with them and stuff just to, for fun, nostalgia, whatever. We'll go to the creeks that are loaded with people and I'll catch fish right around them. I don't care. I don't mind to be around people. Then they could watch me. Yeah. Yeah. That's... <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, don't mean to be braggy. No, I don't ever. <laughs> not always certain. You know, it doesn't, not every day. It's yeah. never like that. But, you know, days can be. And it's, it's nice if you, and you got there, and I'm just saying because half the guys out there don't know what the fuck. Oh going yeah, on, what I mean. Yeah, you know, and you get to a few people that actually been doing it for a long time, and you can tell the difference. Oh yeah, for you sure. See, like I, we went out and had a good day one just a couple years ago, and then there's some guys down just a little bit down the stream from us swinging, and they're crushing, them, <laughs> crushing them, swinging the flies, and you know, I was like, damn, you guys are down there doing some work. Cause actually, they took some pictures because I had fought a fish, and it took me way down, and I ended up catching the fish by them. Okay. And, uh, you know, we even talked in the parking lot after we were all done because we all left at about the same time. And, you know, they were real, just cool guys, you know. And I was like, man, you guys are down there swinging the shit out. And he was like, yeah, you, you seem to, you know, you're 
doing your thing. You guys are up there, you know, doing your things as well. And I was like, yeah, man, it's just nice meeting people like that out too, you know, and just tell the people, you know, yeah. that are, you know, amongst the bunch of riffraff that are there, you know, there are still your cool guys out there that you can, you know, you, you can tell. <laughs> you you yeah. can see each other. It's like, oh, I see you. I see, you know, yeah, you're, you, you, you seem like, you know, you know, and you, you seem like you're cool, you know, or not, you know, not cool, but you know what I mean? Just a nice guy. Somebody yeah. that I would be interested in fishing with, not somebody that has three steelhead on a fucking stringer, <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind, of stuff kind of turns me off to want to talk to somebody, you know, and they do the steelhead shuffle and kick them up on the bank and then like, oh God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's but, almost like that you know, unspoken it, it, thing. You can just see, you can look at each other and just be like, yeah, we're cool. Like, good to go. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We, we understand each other probably yeah. more than these guys. We can actually talk the same language and such. But, yeah. you know, I, I love getting out. And like I said, with Mark, it's fun and all these guys. And like I said, I haven't told any Jace or Chad stories. I can tell all these, I can tell stories about every one of these guys. <laughs> but uh i got a good one about chad chad threw me under the bus when i listened to your podcast so i'm gonna um i'm gonna throw him under the bus with a perfect good, good fun story all right so i used to fall on the river and it happened multiple times and there are countless days i've spent sleeping in the in the truck with the heat on countless days he, he threw me under the bus and i i'm not i'm, I'm gonna verify those days that that actually happened he wasn't just speaking out of his ass so but with that I I uh sorry I lost my place there <laughs> oh so with that I have a good story about Chad where you know he uh he had some bad bad karma so he goes out I have to work he goes out it's gonna be the first day of trout or you know in our teens we're driving whatever somewhere around there and uh he goes out and he gets hammered at a concert the night before well, I have to work so I didn't I just went home got to sleep and was ready to go fishing the next day we go to this, you know, like a spot that's about as close as you could go to here and be in what is what I would call like a real trout stream, like a mountain trout stream. Okay. You know, and it, it is stocked, but, you know, it's it, it's a good little, it, it has, you know, it's spring fed, real nice rocky, you know, free, free stone kind of creek. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to go. And it wasn't a terribly far drive, and it was just my dad started taking us there and uncles and so we started going there every every first day of trout, and it was like a tradition. We'd see the same guy across the river, da 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 da, da for years and years and years. So I get there bright and early, you know me. I'm I'm ready. I'm pumped up, waiting for eight o'clock. It's what you have to wait for here in Pennsylvania to fish for trout the first day. And we uh, so uh, Chad comes late, ten minutes late. I'm already fishing. I probably already caught a fish or two. Guy across the river is already killing him. <laughs> he was fishing with the he fished with like a spinner. Oh, and nice! Like a little meps and stuff, and man, he would just crush him. Yeah, he always put him back. He never really kept any either. But uh, Chad and I at the time, I think we just, I think it was probably just around the same time we got the fly fishing thing. So I picked up a couple, and he had, uh, he just got there. He moseys into the creek, and he, I could tell he's a train wreck. Man, he's probably still drunk from the night before. <laughs> And uh, it's a good concert, man. Oh, too good, dude. So he gets into the river, and he's, he's, he gets himself settled in, and he gets his, all his, his flies are all ready, and he lifts his leg. And we're not, we're probably, you know, I would say like half calf deep. And he's like, listen to this, and goes to rip a fart, and don't he shit his name. No. Oh, oh, he shat <laughs> himself right on the river. I was, I, at this time, I'm fucking like ready to die. 
especially when we went to Tennessee here at the Muskie tournament up here at the Beast, we kind of, it's close enough to our home water that we know it. We know where we want to fish, all of us, and might not be all the same, but, you know, we all have our, you know, we all know that water. And I have, I have, my, my dad has a camp or a cabin uh, not far from the river, really close to the river and close in proximity to, you know, where the Muskie tournament takes place, so very nice to kind of know that water a little you know we went down to tennessee blind and you know but people just reached out from all over and that that kind of stuff is cool man yeah it's really cool yeah you know you it, know how the community oh yeah is. and it's, it seems awesome. like once you get to like a certain level like it's not just fishing anymore for you know like people like me you and all the guys that and girls that we talk to like it's not really fishing at this point it's just like an obsession almost i mean like we both have podcasts related around fishing. Like, it's much more than just just casting a fly out anymore. It's what you think about twenty four seven. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, and you know, like I, I, and I don't know. I, I should know how closer. I, I, I should listen. I, I don't exactly know how you got brought into all of it. Uh, I know we've interviewed you and you told us, but that was so long ago. This last podcast, yeah. you didn't even talk about any of that stuff. Yeah, and. uh but like it's just yeah that that is just it's an amazing amazing thing you know and you know you get to and the community is people is yeah awesome yeah but uh you know I want to talk about uh, I went on a little trip uh, down to Columbus speaking of my buddies in the community of all the friends and you know people that we keep in touch with and yeah so I went down I was like hey Justin I'm gonna buy this boat <laughs> <I'm> like hey <laughs> and, and, and 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 it's made in Troy Ohio Smithfly and. I I would look through tons and tons of boats, and I thought I wanted a jet, and I was like, man, I, first off, I don't own a trailer, well, I, I don't even own a hitch on my vehicle, even now, with my Smithfly, and, uh, but I don't know how to back a trailer up at the time, you know, I don't know, <laughs> like, so yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna buy this jet boat, you know, and what am I going to do with it? Like, yeah. really, am I going to put it on our river and do something with it all the time? Or is it just going to sit in my, you know, my driveway until I go up to someplace where I can use it, you know? And yeah. So I just keep thinking about it and I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, man, what do I miss most? And I'm like, man, I miss, you know, floating with my buddies in a three-man craft with one of us rowing and two of us drinking or all three of us drinking and rowing and fishing and everybody just having a great time, you know, and the camaraderie, the ball busting type of stuff that even goes on with our podcast. That's the same shit that goes on in the boat, man. Yeah. Nothing changes. You know, Chad will bust stones all day, <laughs> you know, and yeah, so that's a, like the large reason I was like, man, all right, well, I don't think I want that. I was like, man, all right, I'm going to look in the rafts. I'm like, man, all right. Well, there's a million rafts out there. Yes, there is. So, I'm right there with you. I've been looking the past year too, so And I'm like, man, like all right, you go on NRS and I'm not I don't I, I just I don't think I knew enough about what was going on to buy an NRS raft. Yeah. Like I just didn't know. Like I, I you you have to buy your rat. It seemed like it was kind of like a put together kind of thing. You do it kind of yourself. And man, I just didn't know enough. I think to just work my way through the process, even. So I was just like, I went on there and I'm like, okay, that's just too much for me. <laughs> I just okay. I, and it doesn't take much for me, especially when I'm on a computer because I'm the most <laughs> computer illiterate person in the world. So I know nothing about it. And. So I, I start looking at other ones. I look into the hooligan and, and some of these other 
and the fly craft because it's always if you go on Instagram or on these different you know social medias that thing is posted all over the place. Yep. Yeah, you know that thing pops up everywhere constantly, and I'm like, oh man, I want this, I want this. I'm like, this is it, this is the one, and I'm like, all right, well, let's look into it, look into it, think about it. I'm like, all right, well, let's look into a different couple other ones, and I got into, like I said, then I got into looking at the hooligan, and then I looked at the Smith fly, and I was like, man, that one's nice, and like, I got a hold of a friend of ours. We started the podcast with this guy. His name's Justin Shalisi. And he's, uh, he's a guide in Alaska, and he also guides uh, for Steelhead Alley Outfitters. And when he comes back here, he'll be back in October. And uh, But he, he had bought a raft, and uh, I wasn't quite quite sure what raft, you know, he had bought. And I was like, man, what, hey, what raft did you buy? And are you, you know, are you satisfied in it? Do you like it? And he's like, I bought this raft, and... It is amazing, and it's the most absolute best purchase I've ever made in my life, and <laughs> dude, you'll love it. And I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Seriously, I was like, man, this dude fishes all over the place, all over the country, you know, all the way to Alaska, and he's been in a hundred different boats, and he knows, he knows when he sees something that's a good product and that's been thought out well, and, you know, and I, so immediately I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get a hold of him, so we've been, we we basically if you listen to our podcast we basically chronologically went through all this on our podcast it was called boat talk and you could listen to my where my progression went and you could hear like the last three weeks i was sold on that smith fly you know and i really was and so i got a hold of ethan and uh he had talked me through the whole thing pretty much like i was like well and another friend of ours who is one of my partners for the bcs pat lombardo uh bent bar plyco he uh he was like dude you might want the bigger raft and I'm like, oh, I'll ask, I'll ask about it. So I called Ethan, and I was like, hey, you know, I want to buy a raft, you know, and all right, well, I was like, I, and I heard you're going to be making a bigger raft. And he's like, yeah, I got scuttled product in for it. It's this big by this big by this big. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> but you have to trailer it. It doesn't fit in the back of trucks. And at those moments when he was saying, you can't just throw it on the top of a small SUV or do whatever the hell you want with it, I was, I was unsold. Yeah. And... So immediately I went to the boat I looked at in the first place, which is the Big Shoals. Okay. The five Big Shoals raft. And man, it is, man, it's 120, probably five pounds minus. Uh, I, I did like an upgraded, uh, um, the, the rod rack is, all, is an upgrade that doesn't come on it. And uh, the three-piece frame I got so in, in case we want to break it down, put it in the backpack they give you for it and towed it in somewhere to you know fish some really really secluded water which yeah. we don't really have that much of here so i'll well, see if we ever really do it but hey you never know so hey i, I just for me and simple fact that if i have a guy at the end of a takeout that has a trunk and it really came down to it we could just deflate the thing and put it away and take the you know take the thing apart and just put it all into a car yeah so and that having... was another big seller for me to get the three-piece you know the three-piece frame yeah and so, having that yeah, option I, I just, is nice yeah, exactly. It hasn't left the trailer. I have it on. I have a trailer. It's on a trailer at all times. I just my dad has a vehicle that pulls the trailer, and I just switch in vehicles. So works out just fine Perfect. for now. <laughs> 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 but you know uh, that that was another seller for it. It's a, it is just, but it is an amazing little machine. We we put it through the ringer, and it's it just holds up to everything. First weekend we had it out. Like I said, that where we started out the story was with, you know, going down to Justin and 
uh, hey, I'm going to buy this raft. So we stayed with him for a weekend and fished for two days. We went out and fished some water. And Ethan was very, very cool about, man, he would tell you every piece of water he has around him. You know, and, like, you go by, I mean, we were going out there to buy a boat, and we went straight to where he, you know, the headquarters is and all that. And, and you know, so we picked the boat right up out of, you know, Right, he has it all set up for me, ready anchor. The whole nines is all set up, you know. And I'm like, oh man, awesome! So we just take it right up, put it right on the trailer. He's like, this is great water. This is all great water. You kind of got kind of know that water, you know, like a half hour away. There's three great spots here, 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 and you know, it was just real cool, man. And so we ended up floating this section of, of, of a little creek out there, uh, and it was funny because. One of the guys who weld the guy who welded my boat, the welder, he's out fishing using the the boat from the shop, the shop boat, fishing right behind us a little bit, and uh, he ends up like seeing us when we were taking out. He's like, "Man, that's my boat! That's my boat, man!" And I'm like, "I'm like, what are you? Like, look at him! Like, oh, he pulls up and he's like, man, I welded this boat, dude!" And you know, what do you think? And I'm like, man, I love it. It's amazing. He's like, you need to pump these, uh, pump these. Uh, tubes up a little more because that was so you know I didn't know at yeah. the time and you know how much they really were going to hold and oh, I'll tell you they hold a ton you can you can really put it to them look like they're gonna about to burst sometimes you let a little out but yeah he comes up and man it, it is it's just man amazing 125 pounds we pick it up yeah every time when we take it in we pick it up and probably walk it about 100 I'd say 150 feet and we probably, when we drop down, probably like a six foot just bank, basically. Oh, wow. And one of us picks it up over their head from the bo- top bottom, and the other guy picks it up from the top, walks it over. We both set it down, and the other guy gets down, pick it up. If there's three guys, they can pick it up from the side, too. That's it's, crazy. That's really, so nice. Chad had mentioned a little bit about one of the floats we did, but we ended up taking it over like 10 trees. Yeah. Down trees. Yeah. yeah, it was. Mark never gets to pick the float again. You can hear that story but, on your guys's podcast because I think one of them, yeah. you guys go oh, through we, that entire we thing. Yeah, yeah, we did. We that's did. that's a good one to go go listen to that story on their podcast because that is a great story to listen to. No. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great when it was, it was over something. and it made a story on the podcast. Exactly. That's about it. That's but, awesome. But uh, we moved down there. We floated. And like I said, they, we we got fish that day, and then the next day we actually er- floated some urban Columbus area. And man, and the rowing experience is like it just learning and learning and learning. And man, there's a lot to learn when you buy a boat about rowing. Because yeah. I rowed a little bit. Chad has a drift boat, and it's a nice drift boat. And uh, this boat, like I said, it just fit perfect into the. Mark has a a boat that goes in the lakes with all the all the stuff on it for, you know, fishing on the lake with, you know, different screens everywhere. I don't know how to read a damn one of them, but all I know is all I know is cast my ass off. But, uh, you know, to Chad has a bigger drifter and a few, and another little flat boat. And, you know, Jace has a couple boats that can go on either lakes and few things. And you know, that boat just kind of fit exactly what we needed, the niche we needed to fill, you know? And yeah. Yeah. So we went down, and, and just the rowing, the learning to row, you know, I bought a boat that I, I don't know how to row. I, I kind of know how to row. Like I said, I, I have an idea. Chad said, ass away from danger and back row your ass off. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> so learning to row, you know, it's been an experience. I, I've, and this is like Mark's, Mark mentioned to me when we were floating just yesterday, and this is the most you've fished 
since I've known you. And I'm like, well, I actually enjoy learning to row better and doing the little things that set people up, you know, three, yeah. like I'm looking down, I'm looking down the river, you know, 300 yards, you know, and looking at what kind of, where am I going to place the boat to fish, what I think is going to be fishy water the best. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that's what you start to do once you learn the, you know, once it becomes the back of your hand to move the boat around, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Mark had been rowing and, and let him row through some, I let him row through the worst part of our little float that we usually do for smallmouth. This is past weekend. He had real well. And even, the, but a couple of weeks before, he had rowed through a ripple section, you know what I mean? And been let, and just didn't row through fishy water, you know, through backer water and stuff like that, slower water. And he was turned the wrong way. And I'm like, turn the, turn the other way. And he moved a little further the same way. And I'm like, the other, other way. And then he turned his ass in the right way and back rode a couple times and panned us over. And, you know, real, real good. Tried to talk him through it real calmly, you know. And, and he, every, you know, it's, it's tough to learn. It is. It's tough to learn. There's some, there's some definitely, uh, and I haven't got to get on any real big water yet or anything too, too crazy. Our, our river is pretty easy to row for yeah. the most part. There's yeah. not too much out there that's going to do too, too much damage but or flip you over or anything like that. But, yeah, it's, I, I love this. I love this little boat. It's been a cool, cool little, cool many, little thing to add. Many more adventures and fish stories coming with it, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Awesome, and, uh, man. Well, I got, yeah, I mean, I got one other one. If you want to stick me in there for one other one, and that's about all. Sure, go for it. Let's hear it. All right, I, I got I to gotta include Jason, at least one story. Gold, yeah, perfect. Best. So we go, we go to a spot after work kind of place, you know, and I'm still in work attire or whatever, and we go down there, had no time, I like got left right from work, went right straight down there, and we're fishing hard, and we know where the fish, don't know where the fish are going to be, and they don't always bite, and, you know, it's, it, it's one of our places where we can catch our hybrids, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to hook one right here, all right, I'm kind of waiting, I, I went up there, I was, you know, hitting the old fish whistle and hanging out for a second, and then all of a sudden, Jake's cast right over top me, <laughs> and boom, nailed this. <laughs> giant giant striper right away oh and i'm like i'm just thinking to myself you son of a bitch <laughs> you son of a bitch oh, what the fuck? Just about the fish here, <laughs> so so this spot if you if you hook on there like good luck landing it honestly like you're you, it takes two people there have okay. to be at least two people there because you have to hand the rod around the tree oh okay so it's yeah yeah because if not there's no like jumping in the water or you're gonna, you know what I mean? It's just no, not gonna work. Yeah. So, he, he hooks his giant fish, and I end up taking the rod on the other side of the tree. He never gives the rod back to him. <laughs> this <laughs> is my like, fish. No, man, no, it's my fish anyway. <laughs> so we end up, I end up fighting in this. It, he hooked it, but I end up fighting in this. Like it's probably I don't know, ten, twelve pound. Oh. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, somewhere around there, like striper. Just a giant, giant fish. One of the bigger ones we've ever seen there. You know, I'm sure they've been bigger, but you know, one of the bigger yeah. ones we've ever caught or I've seen in person. And man, it was a beautiful fish, and took two of us. That's for sure. Oh, and that, that's I mean, awesome. that fish peeled immediately. It was like gone. Like just like there's no not enough room for you to have any line out, so line wasn't going everywhere. But if you don't have a good drag, and if your drag's not set right, or if you're not ready, like just over fish, with. You don't. You don't. 
you don't hook those fish, they hook themselves yeah. every time. Oh. They hit so hard, it's just over. And that's, for us, that is the most powerful river fish we'll see, period. There's nothing in the river that is like that. Nothing. Not There's not a fish in there. I mean, there you know, there are musky in there, there are pike in our river, there are everything in our river, but nothing's going to fight like that, you know, and... Man, to see that fish take off, and I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna do? And then Jason hands me the rod, and, and I've I've never felt power like I've never caught one personally myself and hooked it the whole you know the whole ship ram through. Yeah. I hooked a small one, maybe like two pounds uh, last weekend or whatever it was. We went out, but never one like that. And man, those <laughs> man. fish are something else. But yeah, Jace, he, he he man, he is something else. He goes out there and catches those things decently consistently yeah you look at his instagram and i'll drop all of our instagram just if you want to see any of the fish i mean he posts those fish and we posted all those fish but yeah just good times yeah. out with them people you know even if it was that you know it, you know it's still a good time it was still fun we're just out there fishing you know it's like you said at this point it's i i hold i hold the relationships i've get through fishing and the people I meet through fishing and all the fun stuff that comes along with the fishing as much as I like the fishing itself I really do yep, and, 100%. Know, like I said coming on your podcast has been a pleasure and getting to share my story sorry if I rambled no no but. you are good this is perfect this is exactly what I was looking for so nope you are good and like I was telling Mark too when he came on I want to get out there I told him I'm going to try and talk to Chad and see about next fall. And if I do make it out there, Wiper is, is on the list that we're trying to get one. So, And there's a couple ways here. I'm sure Mark told you you can get to him, too. Yeah. Mark has a good – he needs to do a little little more dialing in. But we have a few – you know, they're in our lakes as, as well as our river. So there's a couple ways to get them. And uh, if you come down, it'll be, it'll be fun. Don't yeah. worry. The fun, the fun, you'll have fun. We'll make it fun, and there'll be good food, and, you know, staying at Chad's, and Perfect. hanging out there. we always over there hanging out, and, you know, whatever. It's it's a, it's just a good time. Yeah. And, you know, it is. It, it, you got to come visit the PA, man. It's 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 fun. I'm you think, get the right time of year, and we could take you. There's there's a lot of different fishing, too. Yeah, that's what musky, I'm kind of. From smallmouth to musky to all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. So seeing what next year holds and maybe road tripping it out there i think it's only about like a nine hour drive so a little bit long but spend a long weekend out there or something at some point is the goal for next year i think so gotta talk to chad and see what he's up to but we'll see yeah man i'm dying at the bit i got one more story that just popped into my head but go for uh, it i'll probably or do you, you want sure? you want to save it for the Are next time sure? Uh, we could save it for the next time, or I mean, I'll, I'll drop it now. It don't matter to you. It, it's up to you, honestly. I, I don't want to hold hold you up nope, for anything else. Nope, you're not holding me up for anything. Go for All it. Right. Go All for right. it. We'll, we'll run one. We'll run one more then. Uh, you you you've actually done this as well, so you can relate. I uh, I got the big river story. Okay. So man, the, uh, you've been there. Yeah. You, uh, you actually the first time you got to meet Chad was there. Yes. Person, so I went yep. up and I, uh, I had earlier in the, or uh, what was it? How many, what did I go, like a week or two before you guys? Yeah, it wasn't very long. I think it was like two weeks. Two, one, a okay. week or so two. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't very long before we went up there. You went so. in December. Yep, early December. So I, I have a vacation through work. Uh, they always give us the first two days of buck season off. So 
You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, but I don't hunt. Yeah. The other guys that work, they all hunt. I, I don't hunt, so I'm like, well, this is like perfect timing for me. I got, I got from Thanksgiving. As soon as Thanksgiving's over, Thanksgiving dinner's over. I'm, I'm free reign to do whatever the hell I want to do. <laughs> you know, so you know, I have a four or five day period there, four day period there. I, you know, I could do some real fishing. So, you know, the first year I went up, it was just me and Justin Christofferson went up and we visited uh, um, a buddy of ours. Uh, Justin Demude and uh, went up there and uh, you know caught fish caught a few fish you know over a few day couple day period we, we probably caught you know I don't know eight eight nine fish maybe a piece not a ton no. not a ton and it was a good time and you know I know you went up there you guys didn't really like go, there, there wasn't it wasn't fishing crazy that no. day but you guys all caught some fish yep yep we all got fish it was tough the water was real dirty when we were up there i think you got just the perfect when you went up there it was perfect timing i think because we had real dirty water and stuff like that when me and chad were up there so well i you know i i still had fun you know yeah big fish and it's not a far drive for us no it's very doable i have family in that town too i stay with so this past year i decided to do the same thing i took my dad up and uh we uh evans ryan evans yep uh he's uh queen city guide service i think it is uh but uh he so we got hooked up with him and uh and he took us out one day and the first day me and my dad just went out by ourselves and man we he, he hooked us up on some steelhead and then like a local trip like we'd be used to here you know and man that guy caught a big brown like a 25 inch brown it's a nice fish but my buddy Justin Christofferson, he came up and met us who was there the year before and we went to the big river the next day and met a few other people uh, <clears throat> from you know different places. Even the year before I met a cool dude, a cool kid, his name's Connor Brown. Uh, awesome, awesome guy. Awesome kid, man. He, he's he's good fisherman, good fisherman. Yeah. And, uh, I got to meet Jake Grove up there when I was there. Uh, he's an NFL football player and just a great guy good fisherman and it was just it was a pleasure getting to meet all these different people you know and this time i got to meet a couple other guys and uh, there were there were probably the first day we went there were probably six of us all fishing one small hole <laughs> and one small stretch i shouldn't say hole because when you walk down to the niagara river it's there's nothing small kinda, about it, that river <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's it's like you, you you don't even you can't like wrap your mind it's like nothing i've ever seen or fish and there's i don't think there's anything like it in the world no. really uh that you could fish from foot yeah i would say very few big giant rivers like that and uh so you know you're trying to wrap your mind around how you're you know when the first time you walk down on it oh man you like what whoa like how, there's so much going on here and but you're fishing like you almost break it down so you break it down so sectionally and small so there were like six of us fishing a nice stretch that was you know had a nice had a nice it was a nice nice run you know what i mean through that giant waterway however that works but it's like a big eddy that you know you know how it is it fills yeah. up and let's go and fills up and it's hard to catch the same drift twice and everything but this day we went down uh, and the whole trip itself that it just all everything just was you know the the combination of perfect i would say and i like and I, these numbers are going to sound stupid but <laughs> I don't know, the first day there were six of us, and there had to be, I don't know, I don't know, 50, 50, 
some fish caught. That's just fish crazy. Or so. A lot, a lot, just tons of fish. My dad had to have 18. Oh, between um, the bycatch is lake trout, as people yeah. know, and we were fishing steelhead. You know, we're up there. Like I, I, the last day, I really cleaned up on the steel, but and there was just between the whole weekend, and we, and then just Justin and my dad and I spent the next two days there, and I mean, and just. You know, it's a three-day, it's, it's tough to get in there. Yeah. You know, it's a long walk, and it's traversing down a hill, and it's, you know, when you poke a fish, if you, it takes you downstream, it's tough terrain to go across. It's tough fishing. It's yeah. not easy. Oh, yeah, for You know, sure. it's not easy just walking. Now, you just don't walk down there like a stroll and just throw, you know, it's, that's tough fishing. It's, yep. it, it'll beat up on you day in and day out. And, you know, three days later, you know, and you just, you know, you, we actually, we had to, in three days, though, we put in, like, a bet of two over a hundred. Fish. Oh wow! And I mean, I mean, just man, like my, we just have a great picture. Triple ups, double ups. I mean, you know, we get to meet. Um, oh man, I'm gonna mess the name. Levi. Yep. Um River tactical flies. Okay. Brother uh, Levi, I get to meet him when I was down there, and uh, this year, and he's just a great guy. He ended up fishing with us later on, and then came on the show. Yep. Yep. You know. And, you know, it just all comes full, you know, full circle. I met him there and said, hey, and then I hit him up later. Like, hey, would you like to come on soon? Hey, we should go steal a fishing somewhere. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, okay. He's from Columbus as well. Okay. So it was weird. It's kind of cool, you know. And So that was just, you know, another cool little thing that yeah. happened then. And I got to meet a couple other local guys that uh, one of Jace's good friends that also uses a center pin, but he uh, swings a lot of flies as well. Uh, Brian, Penner Brian. Okay. Got to yep. meet him this past time, and he's he's a, just a good fisherman. Uh, got to see him land a really, really big, big, big uh, male uh, lake trout, and it was it, it, yeah. it was cool. It was a cool experience. Yeah, those lakers. It's like going up there and getting my dad up there and getting him to catch his first, uh, you know, fish out of Niagara and getting to take him there. And, you know, it comes full circle because I used to take me fishing. This goes back to, you know, yep. the whole first thing. He used to take me fishing, fly fishing, but, you know, now I take him. And <laughs> I have to pay it forward. And we all do, you know. Yeah. You know, that's it, you know. And we, we wouldn't rather have anybody else out there with us. He's oh, the yeah. pitchiest dude ever. And, you know, and like I said, having my buddy Christopherson up there, Justin, you know, he comes up there every year and he'll get the east of the east and anytime he can make time, you know, it's, you know, those, those, those relationships, like I said, and all that kind of stuff you get to make, man, it's just, that's the best. Yep. But getting to spend those times up there with diff- different people and new people and them just, you know, and just loving, loving the fishing, loving, loving being out, out in the wild and getting outdoors and, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's awesome. That's, it's a great thing. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, you you know, it's almost better than fishing most of the time. You know, just being out there is three quarters of it when you're fishing for, you know, especially for me and, you know, I'm sure you too. It's like once you're out there, nothing really matters anymore. You know, yeah, fishing's, catching the fish is the nice part, but just being out there is is the, the thing yep. that really gets you going. Oh, absolutely. Or if, you know, like you said, your buddy catches a big yep. fish and you're rowing and hanging out and, you know, it's all back patting and slapping and, you know, it's a team <laughs> effort. It feels like it's, you know, it's all part of it. And especially with the musky fish. And I know you do a lot of it on your own, but yep. for us, it always feels very team oriented, you know, because it's usually two or three of us out, you know, or it, sometimes it's by yourself, but not a lot, you know. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. But it's, yeah, man. It's I, cool that you have that group of guys like that does you know the whole warm water and cold water and everything because you'd be surprised around here especially my area there isn't a huge you know warm water especially muskies there is not a huge warm water um kind of group of guys that fly fish so hang on to that group because it's it's cool to have that kind of bond that you all share so it's it's cool to to hear every can't week. hang on to them these guys are these guys are stuck with me for yeah life, true whether I want true <laughs> Lifelong friend you've yeah. gone through, you know, just life, really. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, awesome, man. But cool, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's, yeah, you know, it's like been you, great. Man, getting to meet you through this whole, you know, just through the whole fly fishing thing. And, yeah. And, you know, getting to meet you and different people, man. It's been it's been cool for me. Yeah. You know, man. Just because I didn't get to meet a lot of these people before the podcast. Yeah. With the whole podcast yeah. and social media, like just getting to talk to everybody is so cool. It's so much fun. So. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, if you want to... i got a couple plugs. Yeah, throw yeah. out anything. I don't mean to interrupt you and, and run your show. No, no, <laughs> you're good. You're all good. I'm still learning, so so it's it's good yeah, to have no, somebody no, somebody professional in here. Hey, first and foremost, Tony uh, from Nightmare Muskie Slides. He's putting on a the St. Jude's. Uh, he does. He did like got a lot, a lot of donations from uh, tons of people. I don't even know all the names, but tons of guys from in the fly fishing community. And he puts on an auction that raises money for St. Jude's. And man, that is just an awesome cause. And Tony is an awesome guy, and just somebody that you know, I I would stick by any day of the week. Man, he is just a stand up, one of the most stand up people I've seen in the industry ever. And so cool. Hit that up 100%. and spend your money and buy some stuff. When he does his auction, it should be coming up. I know the yeah. deadline for uh, stuff to give was uh, September first or something. Yep, yep. And uh, but yeah, get on there, spend your money, man. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping to have him on. A lot of money. I'm hoping to have him on before the end of the auction. So hopefully we'll get a full story and he'll throw out that too. But yes, go check his Nightmare Muskie flies on Instagram. Yeah, and it has all the information on yep. there. That's that's just a cool, good cause. Um, you know. Uh, Predator Fly Gear, you know, just check out Predator Fly Gear. Uh, he, Nick Mayer is a great guy as well. Uh, like I, I've said during our podcast, donated to my mom. Uh, my mom's going through leukemia, and uh, he donated to that. Her uh, benefit, cool guy, stand-up guy, man. His his benefit or his uh, contribution was awesome, and uh, you know that raised a lot of money for a good cause as well. So you know, big ups to Nick Mayer. I, I love my Predator Fly Gear. All the stuff I get from him, it's quality stuff. Check it out. Uh, all Zerf Genetic, and we also, uh, Eric's Hooks. Uh, I don't know anybody who doesn't tie on the Eric's Hooks, man. They're the best, yep. to be honest. I, I, I don't know. It's, it was what it is. I, I used a lot of hooks before that to tie on, and I'm like, man, these are just, these are amazing. <laughs> I've been, I used the, uh, uh, what are they, the Gamorous, uh, Penauts the other day and tied some carp flies. Okay, yep. Because Chad's got me psyched up on these carps, and I'm like, all right, his all little right, pets. Man, I'm all pumped up, man. His pets and stuff. So I'm having tied some flies on this. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, and like I said, uh, just uh, you know, check out our podcast, SBS Fishing Podcast. It's on uh, Podbean, and uh, you know, check out this podcast as well if you're listening. <laughs> awesome man well, yeah. <laughs> thanks man i appreciate you coming on yeah man it was a pleasure it really was 
I love this. I like your podcast. It's it's a great idea, man. And uh, I just wish you the best of luck in the future. And I can't wait to listen to this and all the other ones you have coming out. Awesome, man. Thanks. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Yep, you too. Bye. And that was Jason Thompson. Thanks again for to Jason for coming on. And always go check out their podcast, SVS Fishing. I've had a couple of the other guys on, so go check them out. They've helped me a lot recording this. So go check them out. I'll have a link it to their podcast below in the description. As always, you can find me on Instagram at austin.mitchell1. There you'll find links to the shows as well as what I have going on in my life. Also, if anybody is interested in flies, I'm still selling muskie and pike and bass flies, so just hit me up on Instagram. Thanks, everybody, for listening.